Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for February the 22nd, the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so using the checks and balances brilliantly placed in the supreme law of the land by our founding fathers. We need to carry forward their legacy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Chris Carlson with me. Welcome, sir. Yes, sir. Without God, we cannot win, Sam. With God, we cannot lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Lieutenant Carlson reporting for duty, sir. Well, I mentioned that uh, the government, Kevin McCarthy in specific, is giving all the goods to uh, Tucker Carlson at Fox. Shame on them. While Trump's promoting (laughs) fraud, (laughs) mail-in balloting, uh, vote by mail and early voting campaigns. So Donald doubling down and embracing fraud now. Shame on them. While they're literally having these clown candidates run, uh, and I say clown because no one even knows who they are. Like Nikki Haley, come on. A woman's never even got out of the primaries, much less uh, really made it for president. I'm not downing women. I'm not saying, but look, do you want the first woman, really? Nikki Haley, um, who, you know, and now you got this. Vivek guy or whatever these guys are they're first generation Americans. How do they even get there? I'm not doubting them for their race. I'm just saying, how do they all of a sudden come uh, to America fleeing for freedom? And next thing you know, they're at the top of the ticket. I mean, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, this Vivek guy, Nikki Haley, all these people, Barack Obama. How does this all go down? It's just shocking to me. It's it, there's something wrong. Things don't happen uh, by accident. But while that's going on, they're shutting me down. They have done so on Facebook and Twitter and, and everything else for a long time. If they don't take you down outright, they shadow ban you, etc. Well, Laura Bobert is her name, and she is livid about it. And she had the opportunity to explode on the House floor to a um, Twitter executive for shadow banning her. Here's how the conversation went, Chris. Five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Mr. Uh, Matt Taibbi, a respected reporter who published much of the Twitter files, said, quote, Twitter's contact with FBI was constant and pervasive as if it were a subsidiary. Now, I want to better understand why he would suggest that. Mr. Roth, while at Twitter, how many meetings did you have with the FBI? I couldn't say for sure, but I would say 10. That's a reasonable estimate. I couldn't say for sure. More than 50? <laughs> that seems a bit high. Many meetings with the FBI. Well, we know uh, uh, how many FBI agents worked at Twitter while you were there? I don't believe any active FBI Former agents. Former FBI agents. How many worked there while you were there? I'm aware of perhaps two. Well, we know of at least nine um, because they started the BU group chat, BU for Bureau. Now, Mr. Roth, did the FBI ever ask you to share information like users' communication data without going through proper legal channels? No, they did not. And I would have refused if they had. Um, That's correct. I see that you denied Agent Chan's request for access to Twitter's data feed. 
What's sick isn't that you would deny it. Uh, it's that the FBI would even ask you for the private data of American citizens without going through legal channels of the law. Now, I want to remind you, Mr. Roth, that you are under oath. Did the FBI ever ask you to do anything that was illegal or questionably legal? I'm not a lawyer, but certainly not to the best of my recollection or knowledge. Now, from the hearing that I've been a part of today. Um, it's almost impossible to tell where the FBI ends and where Twitter begins. We have Mr. Baker here, a former FBI agent, and there seems to be a revolving door between the FBI and Twitter itself. Um, even Mr. Baker said that there was no collusion with the federal government and Twitter. But Mr. Baker, that's you. You are the collusion between the federal government and the FBI. And now with it, this is such a problem because we're seeing censorship all over. Mr. Roth, Ms. Gaddy, did either of you approve the shadow banning of my account at Lauren Boebert? Yes or no? <laughs> no, I did not. Not to the best of my recollection. Well, let me refresh your memory because on March 12th, 2021, now pause for a second. and Mr. Roth, I know. Not to the best of my recollection. <laughs> See, those answers are trained answers prepared to make sure you don't get in trouble because if it turns out to be true well i just didn't recollect it i never said it didn't happen i just didn't recollect it you see and these answers like i'm not a lawyer but i don't i don't think so i'm not sure i don't recall i'm not I, I'm, well maybe uh, that seems a bit high well i don't know around there i'm not really sure i don't know see these people are intentionally coming here knowing full well how to answer to never get perjured um but Miss Bobert, this congresswoman, is drilling into them and she's giving them examples. So she gives them the date, the details. Here it is. Oh, you looked at it because fascist Twitter 1.0 had a public interest exceptions policy, which means for members of Congress to be shadow banned, it had to go before you, Mr. Roth. So I'll ask again, did you shadow ban my account? Yes or no? Again, not to the best of my recollection. So the answer is, Mr. Roth, yes, you did. I found out last night from Twitter staff that you suppressed my account for this tweet. It's a freaking joke about Hillary Clinton being angry that she couldn't rig her election. It's a joke. But in response, being the sinister overlords that you all are, you placed a 90-day account filter so I could not be found. And now we see here that Twitter staff said the visibility filter on my account excluded me from top searches, prevented notifications for non-followers, and much more. This is considered an aggressive visibility filter. You silenced members of Congress from communicating with their constituents. You, you silenced me from communicating with the American people over a freaking joke. Now, who the hell do you think that you are? Election interference? Yeah, I would say that that was taking place because of you four sitting here. The Hunter Biden laptop story was suppressed. A sitting member of Congress was suppressed. A, a sitting president was banned from Twitter. You know, I bet that Putin is sitting in the Kremlin wishing he had as much election intervention interference as you four here today. We've heard about threats to democracy. Well, what about shutting down a duly elected member of Congress? This is fundamental to our nation's governance, and you all attacked that very foundation. 230 protections? Well, those are for publishers. 
not for editors. And it's clear you were not acting as publishers, you were acting as editors. And Mr. Chairman, I think it's far past time that we remove 230 protections for, for big tech platforms who are abusing this protection. And let me just say, I'm not angry for myself. I'm not angry because I was silenced. I can reach out to Elon and to his staff and I can see what's happened. And I can sit here today and hold you all in account. I am angry for the millions of Americans who were silenced because of your decisions, because of your actions, because of your collusion with the federal government. They can't reach out to Elon. They can't sit here today and hold you into account. We don't know where the FBI ends and Twitter begins. Free speech and even Twitter. Mr. Chairman, I yield. Uh, the lady yields. Uh, went right. over. There it is. You can let that go. That, we're done with that. But here's my point, though. I appreciate that she's angry. I know she's angry because she was banned also, even though she says that she cares more about the American people. I think she does. I think she's legitimately angry. But let me give you the, the real concern that I have. And I said this last hour uh, regarding accountability and transparency. Just like Tucker Carlson, he's going to bring up enough to stir us all up, but never enough to put people in prison. Okay, this lady, Miss Bobert, she's a wonderful person. Don't get me wrong. She almost lost her election from what I understand. She uh, basically, they manipulated the elections. We now have proof of that. When you literally tamper with her account and shut it down for 90 days, people can't find her. People can't. Okay, you literally tampered with the election. Okay, you guys say that we have no evidence of election tampering, and there is one of the best evidence pieces that I will give you, along with arrests and many other evidential realities. However, here's the point. She was livid. This can go viral. But there's not any effort to really create accountability. Kevin's not backing her in the house saying, all right, let's go ahead and charge criminals and arrest people and put people in prison. It's enough to get you so incensed that your hands are ringing and you just don't, you don't know what you're going to do. You're just livid. But yet, at the end of the day, they're not putting anybody in prison, Chris. And until right. they do, we're not getting anywhere, buddy. Just enough to give you a false sense that we're making a little progress. That's what it's all about, Sam. But I don't think Lauren Bobart is very sincere, and here's why. Because if she were sincere, she would be going to the source of the problem, which is the finance of Twitter, the finance of Facebook, the finance of Snapchat and these other social media platforms. Where did they get their money to get uh, started? They got it from the American taxpayer monies through – uh, organizations like InQtel in the Atlantic Council. People don't even know these names because they're not common household names. And I don't know if Lauren Bobart uh, knows who, who um, what uh, InQtel is, which is the finance arm of the CIA, which all of these social media platforms and Google, including Google, and I guess you could call that a somewhat of a social media platform, even more powerful. They would be going towards the finance of these organizations. That's why they have become so powerful. That's why they, we haven't been able to compete with them in the private sector. But she doesn't do that because she knows that if she did, she probably wouldn't get campaign finances for her next election. So that I appreciate her attack, ladies and gentlemen, and good for her for at least doing something. I'm not here to criticize it. But, folks, we have got to go to the next level and arrest these criminals. If we don't, we let it stand, right? Thank you.
Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Live and on your radio with Chris Carlson, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Lauren Boebert's literal attack on a Twitter executive. Who the hell do you think you are, she says. I'll tell you who he is, Miss Boebert. You ready? He is a criminal that's in bed with the FBI and the CIA. And these criminals have been in bed together controlling the Internet for decades. This is nothing new. And it's been done with the blessing of Congress over the years, and it's been done with government money in a trifecta. InQtel is the government CIA corporate arm in bed with universities and in bed with big tech companies and the Pentagon. It's a four-way cluster of dishonesty and immorality. And you've scratched the surface in your attack on this executive, but you know what? You're going to get nowhere with that. Now, I appreciate your rant. It sounds cool in the media. Man, Ms. Bobert, the new elected firebrand from Colorado or whatever, she she's going to rock and tear it up and do a great. No, she's not. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change, folks. Okay, you don't believe me? Listen to this. Senator Rand Paul emailed me, and he says, Big Tech censored me. Oh, really, Rand? You too, huh, buddy? The Big Tech overlords at Google are at it again. Yeah, they flagged my town hall column all because I raised very real concerns about Dr. Fauci's gain-of-function research. Now, I appreciate Rand telling us that, but look, they banned Rand Paul, 
they are causing town hall problems. Well, town hall, by the way, is the same as Salem News. Town hall is where our news comes from at the top of the hour, people. And so they're being shadow banned now. They're being blocked. Rand Paul's being blocked. Bobert's being blocked. Everybody's being blocked. Elon Musk brought out that the government's in bed with big tech, and they're all blocking and doing all this stuff. But you see any action? Do you see Kevin McCarthy really, like, taking names and kicking butt? And, and okay, or do you just see nothing but, wow, another guy's been banned. You too, huh? Johnny, come lately. You got banned. Oh, did you know that, oh, the president got banned. Oh, What's happening? Nothing. We just hear more and more and more criminal activity with no repercussions, Chris. None. Senator Paul can't make a difference. Boebert can't make a difference. McCarthy's going to just trust Tucker with the goods to get to the bottom of that one. See, mainstream, in bed with government, and these revolving doors go round and round and round. A government goes to Twitter. Government goes to the media. Government goes to Fox. Fox goes to the government. CNN goes to the government. They all just have this cluster whatever you want to say, of confusion. In the end, they all get rich, and you and I all suffer, and they pretend we're so close to the bottom of it. But I don't see any action whatsoever that's going to put anybody in jail. The only people that are in jail are the good guys, in many cases, politically speaking. And the bad guys run free. Hillary runs free. Barack Hussein Obama runs free. Right? This is just a travesty. And, and, and I appreciate it, but now Senator Rand Paul's begging me for money to help him uh, defeat the Googleists. Wow. Yeah, I need to give you some more money to get that done because, man, you guys are spending, what, $5 trillion a year, and that doesn't get it done? $4 trillion a year? You're going in debt. We're $30-plus trillion in debt, and it's rising every second, and you want me to give you money so you can fix it? For reals now. How if I give you another 50 bucks, Rand Paul, is that going to help you fix anything? Okay, we've got no accountability for Anthony Fauci or any of the Twitter executives or Google or any of these clowns, Chris. No, we don't. Like I said, Hollywood East. I mean, Lauren Bobart, you got to give her credit. She put on an award-winning performance. I, she even almost had me, Sam. <laughs> you know, I appreciated her passion. I appreciated her uh, exposing the fraud of Twitter. By the way, where is Elon Musk in this whole scenario? I thought he was well, I'll tell you where he is. Hold on, I'll here. tell you where he is. Last we heard of Elon Musk, he went to Washington and sat down uh, with um, the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, and Mr. Jeffries, the, um, I don't know what you say, the minority, or min- yeah, minority leader or whatever. Leader. So Joaquin yeah. Jeffries and Kevin McCarthy sat down with Elon, and Elon said, how do I be fair to both of you? <laughs> yeah what about See, it's how insane be, people uh it is insane and it's just the their performances and and they almost like i said i was almost convinced that low and bobart had my best interest at heart based on well, what i believe it or not to. believe it or not i know specific congressmen and i know there's been congressmen who have really tried to change the game steve stockman's one of them he went to prison Okay, Steve King's another one, good friend, both of them. Uh, you know what? He didn't go to prison, but he got he lost his elections. Uh, okay, I do believe there's good people. She may be genuine, Chris, she but she doesn't be. have any power to change anything at all. And she knows if she attacks the money powers in Washington, D.C., that she will not win her next election. She will be cut off. She will not have – and ask Cynthia McKinney. There's a case in point. Great Cynthia point. McKinney – yeah, I don't know if you did any research on her. She refused to go along with the Israeli first agenda in Washington. 
and she was a one-term congressperson, and she understood uh, where the power lies, and it is money. And until and unless, that's, that's the problem I have with Rand Paul. He talks about this penny plan. Well, forget about the penny plan. About 75% of what Washington, D.C. does today is unconstitutional. Let's talk about the 75-cent plan based on that. Yeah, but Ron, Rand's do, only point is if they won't save a penny, they won't save more. So he's he's proven a valuable point. And again, I don't think Ron yeah. is our, or Rand is our enemy at all. I don't think that Boebert no. is our enemy. I don't think that any of these people are. The problem is they're powerless to change anything. And rather than coming clean with that reality and pointing that out, they act like if you just give them a couple of more dollars, if you just back Lauren and make this go viral, if you just, if you just, if you just. But how viral can we make it when she's being shadow banned? Answer, not very viral, people. They've got control. Remember that? See, that's the problem, Chris. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Lauren Bobart is sincere or not. I hope she is. I hope Rand Paul is sincere. I hope um, Marjorie Taylor Greene is sincere. I, I question all three of those people. But until and unless they address the money situation, the fraudulent nature of our money and the ability of the deep state to print it, uh, ad nauseum with, with reckless abandon until that issue is addressed we will continue to lose because it's a numbers game they they can outspend us 100 to 1 alright we you want to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene then yeah Georgia rep Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted the country needs a national divorce a divorce between red states and blue states she says and then we need to shrink the federal government. Well, wasn't she one of the people that came out originally in favor of Kevin McCarthy? So where's her credibility right, right, right up front? Uh, it's it's melted down. Her. And why have a divorce between red states and blue states? How do you have a divorce, Chris? How's that going to go down? Uh, well, we tried that in 1961, 1861. Yeah, it was called yeah. the, um, the War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> In my book. Yeah. We tried that. It didn't well, work too well. But look, let's say we have a national divorce. What will it be? Are we going to have a separate, you know, general government for whatever states will we divorce? Are you going to have two general governments now? What are you going to have? No general government at yeah. all, but just separation of states? You know, these statements made by these people are, ab I don't mean to be rude, but they're absolutely ignorant. Now, I get the point. What she's trying to say, she's trying to say, look, we can't get along with you people. And you people are so egregious that, that look, we'll never work it out, so we got to have a national divorce. I understand the point being made, but they haven't thought through this at all. How do you have a divorce between the red states and the blue states? Who decides that? The states just say, we're not going to be with you anymore. We're with our like-minded red buddies. And the other guys are, we're, we're with our like-minded blue buddies. Then you say, okay, well, which way does Washington go? Okay, it goes with the blue. So now the blue has the general government and Washington or in the blue states. And so now what does the red do? Say, okay, we're seceding. How are you going to secede when all the borders of the nation and all the coasts and all the imports or all the ports are controlled by the blue states pretty much? Yeah, because of interstate commerce. That's the problem. Right. The interstate okay, how, commerce are gonna, how are you going to deal with this? How are you going to back away? Uh, how are you going to secede? Are you going to set up another government in a different place? Okay, look, well, it's a plan okay. that will not work, Chris. Well, well, no, no, think about this for a second, because I might actually agree more with Marjorie Taylor Greene on this issue than, than you do. But you're going to lose, it is, just like you lost in 1861, buddy. 
Yeah, but the only reason we lost is because the the North insisted that uh, they reunite with the South on their terms, which was you surrender. And they're not going to insist that again? Hold on, they're not going to insist that again? The blue states are just going to let the red states bail peacefully? You believe the Democrats and the communists and the socialists who now have you under their thumb in a red state, you believe they're just going to back off and go, "Ah, sayonara, bro? Okay. Well, well, look at it from this perspective, Sam. We are supposed to be 50 individual states to begin with. So Marjorie Taylor Greene is right on that point. So if that's what she's trying to restore, the original intent of the Constitution. But but, but how do you do that by divorcing the two colored states based on parties? Okay. Remember, George Washington warned against parties in the blue state, red state scenario in the first place. General George Washington, in his farewell address, said it would be the undoing of the nation. Now she wants to help undo it? Wow. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. After two years of the border crisis has seen millions of immigrants enter the United States illegally and the Biden administration allowing them to stay in country, putting the massive financial burden on the American people, the administration announced this week a plan to limit who can qualify for asylum. Illegal immigrants who move through another country on the way and don't first apply for asylum in that country will be ineligible to enter the United States. The Trump administration in 2019 successfully used this policy known as the transit ban. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott says another massive group is preparing to hit the border soon. We have information about uh, people who are in Central America right now making their way uh, toward the border. Two weeks after a catastrophic train derailment unleashed toxic materials on a small village of East Palestine, Ohio, some local residents say they are being ignored by the government and are crying for help. Former President Trump plans to visit the Ohio town today. Pennsylvania state lawmakers will scrutinize Norfolk Southern during a hearing tomorrow in Beaver County. And environmental advocate Aaron Brockovich will host a town hall Friday in East Palestine. Americans are willing to pay subscription fees for streaming services, pet food, even some shopping sites. But will you pay monthly to eat out? Well, many chain and neighborhood restaurants alike are betting you would do the same for your favorite meals. Some chains like P.F. Chang's and Panera are already experimenting with a subscription model as a way to ensure a steady stream of revenue and customers. Under a monthly fee-based model, some restaurants will offer unlimited drinks or free delivery. Others will bring out your favorite appetizer every time you visit. Subscription services, by the way, are on an upswing nationwide, with the average American having 6.7 subscriptions in 2022. That's up from just 4.2 in 2019. I'm John Schaefer. This is USA News. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! (laughs) Turns out he likes to do it by feel. (laughs) Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. (laughs) They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride.
Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, so I think it's an absolute sham. The problem is I don't know who's sincere and who's not sincere in this game we're playing, ladies and gentlemen. But I know this. The country is at stake. And when Georgia Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene says we need a national divorce between red and blue states. Yeah, we need to downsize. We need to shrink the federal government. I agree with the general idea that she's making, which is shrink the government. But look, based on partisan politics, Chris, George Washington warned against it. That, and that's the problem. You're 100% correct because it creates uh, an artificial sense of loyalty to a party rather than to principles. So what Marjorie Taylor Greene needs to do, Sam, is she needs to parse her words a little more constitutionally rather than party-oriented. So that's her problem. If, if she would just say we need to restore the principles so that we're not so much beholden to the federal government on the part of each state – then I think we've got some common ground upon which we Amen. can rebuild this nation. Yeah, I agree. But so what does just, saying a national divorce? What what does that do to help? Okay, because saying that we're going to divide on on the parties, red state, blue state. You know, this is yeah, partisan yeah. politics. Which states controlled by which party? Okay, that will destroy the country. Predicted General yeah. George Washington, President Washington. We just celebrated his birthday. In his farewell address, he highlights this clearly. Yes, okay. I appreciate exactly. the problem and I agree, but you're going down the wrong road, the road of you're, stupidity yes. for solutions. Yes, you, you are. And that's the problem. And that's why I feel that people like Marjorie Taylor Greene is more destructive of our agenda. Yeah, and I don't know if we lost you or not. You're still there? I'm here. Yeah, you're breaking up. You were sounding yes, great sir. there for a bit, and then you started breaking up. No, but, but let me make this clear. Let me give you an example to make the point. Northern California, a lot of the counties want to join Oregon because they feel like they're being betrayed by their, quote, blue counterparts. That's a blue state, folks. You look at um, Oregon and Washington. They want to join Idaho because they're sick of their red – I'm sorry, their blue state leadership. They want to join a red state, okay? So you've got all kinds of people in these supposed blue states that are good people. We don't need a divorce from upstate New York or the rural New York people just because uh, New York City is just full of criminals and, and red or blue state um, socialists and, and communists. And okay, the problem is what you do is you just simply create this divide that has no value at all. Why don't we talk about this? Yeah. Hey, when are you going to replace your congressmen and senators with good guys? Well, we can't, Sam, because there's election fraud. Okay, well, we can't even get people to agree there's election fraud now, can we? Look, until there's enough American people standing up clearly for a cause, you're going to get nowhere. 
Now, let me prove the point. They're coming after the Christians now blatantly. Here's a headline. Intolerance towards Christianity is increasing, so much so that hostility to churches is increasing. Tony Perkins issued a report at frcfamilyresearchcouncil.org related to this very issue. Okay? And now they're persecuting the Christians. Well, who's going to protect the Christians if the Christians won't stand up, Chris? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're being told that we're the source of all evil in the world, from slavery to, uh, to anti-Semitism uh, to uh, anti-transgenderism to anti-homosexuality, you name it. We need to go, Sam. And a lot of Christians are kind of buying into that, unfortunately. We mother for well, one. So then do we need, a divide? The do we need to have a divorce between the Christians and the non-Christians then? Um, <laughs> we need to bring everybody on board the Christian bandwagon. And we quit teaching false yeah, doctrines. But, 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 lower, er, the but, problems. But Green's plan would be divisionary. So let's just divorce the Christians from the non-Christians, the red from the blue, the black from the white. Let's just divorce everybody on every fault line under the sun, right? Well, the rhetoric, uh, divorce, that has a negative connotation, obviously, and I wouldn't use that. But uh, it it sounds like a divide-and-conquer strategy, to be honest, and it probably is. Now, I gave you the, divi- because, the division uh, it, story <sighs> where Christianity, people are being prosecuted and persecuted mm-hmm. more than ever, right? Cri- tolerance towards Christianity is decreasing, all right? Oh, Intolerance yeah. is increasing. All right, listen to this story, though. I like this story a whole lot better in contrast. It says a revival has broken out at a Christian college. It's called Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky. Okay, a revival has broken out. It started out as a scheduled prayer meeting, but it's now extended for more than a week, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, Decision Magazine explains that it has grown to be around-the-clock prayer testimonials, scripture readings, and praise and worship of Jesus Christ on the campus by hundreds of college students, faculty, staff, community members, and they call them out-of-towners, people that are coming to celebrate the cause as well. Now that, to me, will do more to heal the nation than anything else I've heard proposed. Yeah, if it's legitimate, if it's just kind of an exhibition, I'll virtue signal issue with it. And I'm not getting it. You know, you're, you're breaking up too their, much, Chris. you got to get in a better team. spot. Maybe it's legit. Maybe it's not. Ah, I'm right. Let me get here. So if it's just an exhibition, then I would say, yeah, we're not going in the right direction on that. But it'd be legit. But here's the thing. You know, I want to get religion. I go to work, I interact with my neighbors, I go out. I mean, you don't have to have a revival to have a revival. I mean, the revival should be in your heart and your mind, first and foremost. And the revival is kind of like-minded people. 
So I'm not sure what this is all about, what you've described. I haven't done the research to know. But a lot of times Christians can church is not Christians in in that virtue cell. Do you see what I'm saying, Sam? I see what you're saying, and I generally agree with your point that it's got to be in the hearts and minds of the people. It's got to be genuine. It reminds me of, if we're not very careful, when the Savior taught uh, in the Beatitudes or Sermon on the Mount or whatever he taught, look, you know, when you fast, don't make your face look like you're fasting and run around and act like you're just righteous and starving. You know what? Wash your face, comb your hair, do the things that make it look like you're not fasting. And when you fast and have your heart knit with Jesus Christ, um, you know what? The Lord will will reward you openly for your um, appropriate worship before him. Uh, if you worship before the world, so to speak, you know, you have your reward. It reminds me of that kind of point that you're making. And I agree with the general point. I would say this though. I'm not here to judge their hearts. I know that when they're literally working on a revival, breaking out at a Christian college and school, Hey, of all the things being done in college right now, that's something that I can at least back and get behind. And I don't know who's genuine and who's not, nor am I really here to judge that. I am saying that that will do more, though, bringing people to Christ, celebrating solutions, talking about peace and kindness and bringing people together and solutions and forgiving one another and turning a a soft answer, turn it the way wrath and all the teachings of Christ. I believe that the teachings of Jesus Christ will do more for this nation to save us from our enemies and to protect us. Well, he's our own. Okay, it's more powerful than the sword, Chris. And so I'm just yeah. telling you that when Laura, when Green says, hey, let's have a national divorce, I say you're off your rocker. When these guys are ready to have a revival that's broken out of the college, there might be some people in there for the fanfare and the praise of the world. But I would say this, a lot of people are there for the right reasons. And a lot of people, that's especially cool. out-of-towners and people that are coming, they're doing it for the right reasons. And I commend them. And I really point out, the right way is the way you're saying in our hearts and in our minds truly repent before God turn to Christ for answers we need to bring people together we need to have a clarion call for civility not a divide and conquer tactic okay and, and so I don't mean to trash green I appreciate her I think she's better than most but these people are sending us down wrong roads and I've got to warn the people not to go down those roads because they will be nothing but heartache and destruction even though you mean well it will not turn out well, folks. The only thing that's going to save us now is turning to God Almighty. And yep. we need to Amen, prepare brother. people for the return of Jesus Christ. There is no other way or answer. Nothing else will suffice, sir. Nothing. Yeah, and I think in the end we're going to have to come to grips with that. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is the Christ. He is our only hope. And here's the thing. I mean, our very breath is dependent upon God and Jesus Christ. I mean, to think that we can survive one moment without Him is preposterous. I hope to point out the peaceful, kind solutions. They tell you that I'm a racist and I'm I'm associated with violence, though. That's what the Southern Poverty Law Center and others want you to believe. They lie. Listen to who I am and what I stand for, ladies and gentlemen. I've been clear and consistent for more than 26 years. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast. 
and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Live and on your radio, Chris Carlson, Sam Bushman, breaking it down as I see it. So you know what? Going after this Twitter executive, beating him up. I appreciate it, but it's not going to get anything done. We the people have got to advocate for smaller government, ladies and gentlemen. And the way you do that is really, really push. What government entity is Kevin McCarthy planning to shut down? Do you know of a single one, Chris? (laughs) No, sir. You can't do that. That's not right. part who of the even in the media who even in the media is boldly speaking out with solutions and guidance like I am is there anybody really um, Scott Bradley oh well that's the same source basically uh, Lowell Nelson not very many no your point is well taken the the epic Times does a good job though jbs.org they do great Joel Gausen. And, uh, you know, oh, before I forget, I just wanted to mention, you know, we can solve the whole Twitter problem overnight if people just did what you and I, and I don't know if you've got a Twitter account, Sam, so I don't mean to include you if you do, but I've never had a Twitter account. I've never had a Facebook account. I've never had Snapchat, all that other crap. I've just, I've been able to function as a human being without those social media platforms. And somehow I'm a very social person. I have conversations on the phone. I have conversations in person. I text message people. And I've seemed to survive these last 10 years without social media platforms facilitating that conversation with other people. How can I do it and nobody else can do it without social media? I don't understand. I don't either. And I don't know really where we go with this, but I just look at it and I say the problem with the conservatives, we're so divided on the solutions, we can't even agree on the solution going forward if we tried. I mean, we do, do still live in a partial free market system. I, I've never understood Facebook. Why, why are people so obsessed with, with getting, you know, taking a picture of what they're eating for lunch, for example, and sending it out so people can see that? You know, I know that's an extreme example, but I mean, I'm a very social person, as you know, Sam. But I've never really studied social media as 
facilitator for being a social person. I've never understood why that's so dang important when there are other ways of doing it. It's not me. Criminals. Well, I, un- I understand. I understand in modern times how people believe that's a great way to communicate. You know, you, the original social media, as far as I can tell, ladies and gentlemen, was one way and it was newspapers. The second one was radio, really, right? Um, mm-hmm. I get why people want to uh, say, hey, now the average joke and have their own sphere, their own circle. I get it. But where I think we're kind of missing the boat, as far as I can tell, is that we don't use those accounts for constructive solutions. Okay, I look at what we're doing and stuff. Look, I struggle to get 50 bucks for my cause. But man, if I was peddling porn, or if I was, uh, you know, doing anything that was like, oh, I don't know, if I got into sports, or whatever the case may be, almost anything I could raise money for. But it's when it's somehow the moral component required to save the country, Everybody's like, Sam, I'm with you. But I really have to fund it myself. Let me give you a quick example to hammer home the point, Chris. I got off the phone yesterday. I had an incredible two-hour-long discussion with a representative, a reporter, that worked for the Southern Poverty Law Center. Okay? The Southern Poverty Law Center called me last night. We talked for like two hours. The guy's name is Jason Wilson. He's the reporter. Okay. Oh, was it that? And uh, these people aren't at all interested in the truth. They just want to tell you that I'm a white supremacist, that I'm a hater, that I'm evil, that I perpetuate all the wrong information for America, that I hate people, that I'm a racist, that I'm dangerous for the country, that I'm involved in the sheriff's movement, and I have legal, um, questionable legal views regarding sheriffs, and I'm going to basically... infiltrate and inculcate sheriffs with um, extremist ideology and and that's their narrative okay they're not going to change but the southern poverty law center literally has billions of dollars chris even though they've been a hundred percent discredited by over 20 state attorney generals in the last month but yet i can't raise 50 bucks yeah and don't get me wrong. There's people that go, Sam, yes, you can. I've given you 50 bucks. I know. I understand. The 50 bucks makes a point, though. I can't raise enough to keep this network on the air without my funding, without my own money put in. So this executive from the, or this reporter from the Southern Poverty Law Center wants to know where I get my money to run the network, Chris. Mm-hmm. He wants to know who funds me and what commercials bring in what money and what relationships I have with all the different hosts. And he wants to follow the money trail. <laughs> yeah, he wants to see all those rich, uh, racist, uh, white supremacist supporters of yours giving you all that millions of dollars, right? Wow. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't even have uh, any supporters, white, non-white, racist, non-racist, Southern Poverty Law Center backing or not. I can't get those people to give me hundreds of dollars, much less thousands, much less hundreds of thousands or millions. I don't even get thousands from people, Chris. I know. I know. And they want to know where the money comes from. Where should I tell them the money comes from? My pocket? Because that's the truth for 80% of it or more. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. they got so, this notion. Go ahead. No, go ahead. They got this notion. Well, they got see, and, and it's projection. It is it's classic projection because they know that their money is illegitimate. I mean, its ultimate source is the Federal Reserve System, which is another way of saying they created out of nothing. These these people are not accountable to the general public. They get free money. It causes inflation for the rest of us, so we basically pay that in the form of taxation. So they think that because they're wicked and they get their money illegitimately, they superimpose that illegitimacy onto us because they think that we're just as We have to earn our money. There you have it. Anyway, I just find that it to be a disgrace when I look at this, ladies and gentlemen. I just, I just look at it and go, it's amazing to me what we've got in America. You know what? Anything that's good and moral and right does not prosper. I mean, it does a little bit. I've been in the air for 26 years. It's not like we fail. Uh, and we have added several radio networks, and our show grows. And, you know, it's bigger than most people think that it is. It's more influential. Otherwise, the Southern Poverty Law Center certainly wouldn't be calling me if we weren't over the target. Yeah. Uh, but I look at it, and I go, wow. You know what? We're, we're I mean, this is the Widow's Might Radio Network or whatever. I just find it. Nobody funds anything, Chris. If I had a lottery, yeah. I'd get more funding, except I can't have a lottery. Only the government can have one of them. <laughs> See? Yeah, you get so a lot of money. anything I could do, I could raise more money than what I do. Uh, but I'm convinced maybe the people just don't care enough about liberty, though. Think maybe, all, maybe all of our efforts to defend liberty should just go away, and people should watch how wickedness prevails with the vacuum, Chris. No, don't do that, Sam. Don't give up on the cause. You well, know, that wouldn't be giving up. Might is, is just, yeah, that would be, that wouldn't be well. Giving up. It'd merely say at some point, you kind of got to say at some point, you know what? John the Baptist got killed so Jesus could make way, right? Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. At some point, you just say, hey, uh, let evil just take over. You people don't appreciate people standing up and providing clarion calls for solutions and peace. Then why don't you just, you know, give in to your violence and just let it all take over? Why don't you follow the Marjorie hey, Taylor Greene, who has plenty of money and is elected to Congress, right? <laughs> Kevin, yeah, think, about, think about the Marjorie Taylor Greene, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Wouldn't... You know, she can get plenty of money to get elected. She has plenty of money. She'll probably go into Congress, poor as a church mouse, and leave rich as could be. Yep. Like every other one, right? Yep. Uh, and, and so yep, I geez. look at it and I just say, hey, I think the American people want division and tyranny. Okay? Why am I the guy saying, hey, the division of the red and the blue states is a bad idea? Everybody else is ready to back her, Chris, including you. You're Including me. Well, but there, at some point, you just got to hunker down and protect your own particular interests. And I, I don't know if we're at that point yet. But, I mean, like I said, if you change the rhetoric a little bit, basically what she's saying is let's go back to our constitutional foundation where the states uh, had the majority of political power and the federal government had very limited, uh, very weak powers that they only exercise under certain conditions. If you, put if you it want to do that, terms, you start 
if you do that, you start jettisoning the 17th Amendment and, 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 and getting rid of the 17th Amendment. You don't talk about a divorce nationally. Yep, they always nibble around the edges. They never take a big bite into the apple, which they shouldn't. They never address the Federal Reserve. They never address the unconstitutional cabinet-level departments. They never – the laws, none of those. They just nibble around the edges, and people are content with that, but not me, not you. We have to have right. a fundamental – not revolution, like you say, Sam. You got to be very careful. Not revolution, but restoration. We got to go but back. But see, nobody's to willing to back restoration, were. buddy. Right? If I, I put know. up a GoFundMe <laughs> for restoration, you'd get five bucks. If I put up a "Let's arm the nation and take back our government," you'd get millions. I would never do it, but you'd get millions on that altar, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah, so people anyway, like, I mean, like I say, Hollywood has to be sexed or maybe commercial. We're talking Hollywood East. It's the same yeah. principle. You wouldn't see so a movie unless last, there was conflict in that movie. Go ahead. I have one last Sorry. quick story for you. Nearly 150 members of Congress introduced a resolution against the new Biden EPA rule on February the second and texas attorney general ken paxton sued and now 24 state attorney generals sued and filed a lawsuit against the biden administration because they wanted to find how waters are based on the the national clean water act or whatever else folks this is environmental play like you've never seen before it's disaster and all we can do is go to court with the government over it we need to nullify now. We need to stand against this. While that's all happening, Russia deploys nuclear-armed ships. China nears red line on arming Russia. Epic TV mm. with that piece. Well, you know what? While they're arming Russia and we say that's a red line, we've been armoring, arming the Ukraine already crossing that line, right? Yes. Okay, this yes, is insane, we are... folks. We have lost our way, and no one is pointing all this out. We're about to hit World War III, Chris. I pray we don't, but we're moving towards that sadly and rapidly. Final words yours, Chris. Close us out. Yes, sir, Sam. Without God, we cannot win. With God and only with God can we win this one. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged. What about that, Blue? There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I am Sam Bushman. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Fund us today. Every penny will help us continue to expose the fraudulent SPLC. All right? 20-plus state attorney generals said they're literally, they've lost all their credibility. Amen to that. All right? LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.